Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. You have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Tuesday, the 4th of May. And today I am absolutely thrilled because I have the founder of the American Heritage Girls on the show with me today. And we're going to talk a lot about the culture and how you can light a candle in the middle of the darkness. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today, you guys. Before we get started, a couple of things that are on my little housekeeping list. First of all, I will be at Teach Them Diligently in Mobile, Alabama this weekend. So the 6th through the 8th, if you're anywhere in the area, come on out. I want to hug your neck and just say hello to you and encourage you. There are a lot of wonderful speakers there, not just me. I'd like to take all the credit, but really, it's a wonderful convention. Lots of great people coming out and say hello. Also wanted to let you know that I will be at the Florida Parent Educators Association, FPE in Orlando. A lot of you guys asking if I was going to go back after that got canceled, not once, not twice, but three times. And yes, I will be there and it will not be canceled. So that is happening the 27th through the 29th. You guys, there are so many things going on in the culture right now that we're encouraging you here to get engaged with. And I am so blessed every time you guys write in and tell me how you are getting off the bench. So Joni, from Oregon wrote in and she said, Heidi, 2020 had many blessings in our family's lives and more as we look back on it. We have decided to homeschool our two children, fifth grade and ninth grade, and they love it. And so do we. We changed churches after being at a church for 30 years and our family is growing bigger in our faith and closer to Jesus every day. My 15 year old daughter who used to be shy and timid now goes to the grocery store with me. No mask. Good girl. This week, we even went and were confronted by two other shoppers, and we responded kindly and kept shopping. My daughter on the way home said, Mom, I'm so glad that we are in the game, on the battlefield and off the bench. My heart was so happy because she gets it. Thank you, Heidi, for the podcast, for social media, and for running for Congress. Me and my kids listen to your podcast, and we are praying for your family. You know what, uh, Johnny? I really appreciate that. And you you guys are setting the example, and that's really the whole point of the podcast. That is why uh, I'm so thrilled about the guests that I have on the show with me today. It's so important for you guys to understand what is happening in the culture, and be able to not just uh, watch from the sidelines, but engage from the front lines, get off of the sidelines and onto the front lines, off the bench and onto the battlefield. And Patty Garibay is no stranger to the battlefield. She is the founder and executive director of the American Heritage Girls, and she's the author of the book, Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle. This is an interview I've been looking forward to for a long time. Patty, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Heidi. It is a blessing to be with you today. Well, it's an honor to have you here. I I told you before we started recording, I am always, anytime I can get somebody on the show who's as off the bench as you are, it just makes my heart happy because you know uh, how how challenging it can be and you're also willing to push through the challenges in order to really make a difference in the culture. So I'm excited that you're here. I really want to talk to people who are maybe not familiar with uh, American Heritage Girls. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is? And then we're going to back up and talk about the Girl Scouts, which is sort of the meat of one I want to get to today. You bet. Well, first and foremost, American Heritage Girls is a Christ-centered, scout-type 
character development program for girls. It creates a framework for adulting, <laughs> adulting with Jesus, that is. And so what? We can, we can teach our kids to be adults? Yes, Get we out. can teach them to be adults. We can teach <laughs> them to be patriotic. We can what? teach them to be great citizens. Yes, we can teach them to flourish in their femininity. Mm. We can teach them to lead and to serve. Both are vital. And also to learn some life skills along the way that will help them in their journey as they serve the Lord and find they are a vocation. And I like to use that word, Heidi, vocation versus career, because I want to sort of re, you know, reclaim that word because it our, all of our careers used to be called vocations. They were a calling from God, vocation coming from the word vocal. And uh, today, it seems like we just are looking for what makes the most money or maybe what, what fits our political modes. But I believe a girl's career or vocation should be a calling from the Lord. So we talk a lot about that in American Heritage Girls. Now, we serve girls ages 5 to 18. So it's the whole gamut of girlhood, I like to say, where the girls actually can grow up in the program or if you're just now hearing about it and your daughter happens to be 17 years old, welcome, welcome. You can join at any time. But it is a beautiful thing to be part of a girlhood that has eternal impact. You know, we all love our sports and we love our temporary um, assignments and extracurriculars, but we're really as parents, and I've noticed this more and more since the COVID epidemic, that we are selecting extracurriculars that really do something and mean something, not just for today, but for eternity. And I think that's what you'll find in the American Heritage Girl Program. Oh, I love it. And you guys are celebrating 25 years, right? Yes. Who would have thunk except the that's Lord crazy. knew the whole time, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you started it. So this is interesting to me. And I, as I was reading, uh, you know, I'm always looking for uh, Christ-centered alternatives to the garbage that is coming out of the culture right now, which really is targeting our children. And I think we've, we've talked here on the show about the Boy Scouts of America and basically how those guys, I mean, they went off the rails years ago. They're so far off the rails now. I can't even see them anymore. And so I've been telling people, don't put your kids, I mean, trail life, so much of a better option for these, for these boys than the Boy Scouts. But you saw a similar thing happening over 25 years ago in the Girl Scouts and you actually volunteered, right? And you were a leader there. That's right. I, I had served them for 13 years as an adult volunteer. I was one of the many millions of girls that enjoyed that organization. And my mom was my leader when I was a kiddo and she was in Scouts when she was a kiddo. So it was a family tradition and something certainly you thought you could trust and go forward. I mean, I, I learned all about Juliet Gordon-Lowe, the foundress and how she read the Bible daily and, and believed in the Holy Scriptures and uh, believe that it was important to honor God in whatever you did. And so her program was built around that concept. However, in 1993, there was a very big change that occurred, and that was in the Girl Scout Promise, where no longer did a Girl Scout member, a, a young girl, have to make an oath to God. They could put whatever word they wanted in there. And so the duty to God, which, by the way, ironically, the Boy Scouts still maintain, despite that they don't maintain his... Which God? Uh, yes. <laughs> that would be the question. <laughs> right, the values. But the Girl Scouts got rid of that duty to God quite early in 1993. Now, as a Girl Scout leader, and I was involved in more than just my 
troop. I was actually on the council level, which is your local city level um, scouts. I discovered that in the 70s, Betty Friedan, you know, you know, Betty Friedan of the National Organization for Women was on their board of directors. And so the Girl Scouts backwards slide had been happening as early as the 70s. And in 1993 is when the scales came off my eyes. And, you know, once that happens, you start to see things that you never really saw before because you have fresh eyes. And I started to see things like homosexuality, a lot of lesbian activity in the Girl Scouts. I also saw a lot of moral relativism being taught in the curricula where there was no longer any right or wrong. Of course, there's not. We kick God out so the right and wrong is gone. And my question was, gosh, this is a character development program. If it is not based on truth, i.e. God's truth, then what is it going to be based upon? And of course, as you can see today, it is now based on social mores. I mean, they've got Girl Scouts that are marching in the the Women's March, the BLM marches across the country. Uh, They are tied with Planned Parenthood. They have gone totally left. And it is important for parents to dig a little deeper. Look at those Girl Scout handbooks. Look at how they put an asterisk by God's name that informs you if you look deep enough that no longer is that mandated. Look at their approach on the Pledge of Allegiance and the things that we hold dear as citizens of this country and look at what they say about that. In their curriculum, they talk about how great third world countries are is because they don't have industrialization. I mean, they are, are, well, may I say one thing? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is a graduate of the Girl Scout program. Enough. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Need we say more? Right. (laughs) If AOC is graduating from the Girl Scouts, every parent listening should be like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going the way of AOC. We're not doing that. Well, it's interesting to note that as uh, as and I think this is happening everywhere. Right. This is the legacy that our public schools are leaving. You know, parents are trusting these organizations Mm. and we're not doing our homework because we think we don't need to. That's right. Right. So when you see these cute little girls and they're standing in the grocery stores and they're selling, you know, Girl Scout cookies with, you know, they're batting their cute little eyes at you and who can say no. And the parents are putting their kids in these programs thinking they're going to teach my kid to be a good citizen. What they're really doing is teaching your children to question what you have been teaching them as their parents. And I think, you know, I love what you said. If people will just do a little digging, if we would just stop assuming that these organizations have our best interests at heart, then I think the scales would fall off of our eyes too. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, there's a website that has no affiliation with me or anything I'm doing, but I know it to be reputable. Um, It's called MyGirlScoutCouncil.com. And so if you really want to learn more about what's going on in the Girl Scouts or you have someone you love and care about that's involved in that organization, you may want to check out that website. Again, it's MyGirlScoutCouncil.com. I know it to be truthful. I know it to be all documented and there'll be no denial. Another important note about the Girl Scouts is the Girl Scouts are the Girl Scouts of the USA, but they are owned by an, a larger company and larger group called the World Association of Girl Scouts and Girl Guides. Now, this organization called WAGS is a global, global organization that promotes abortion on demand, is affiliated with the International Planned Parenthood Federation, along with a lot of questionable groups. Please know that your money, when you become a member, goes to the WAGS organization, because GSUSA is their largest contributing member, and it is going towards the agenda of the Girl Scouts, and none of it is staying in the troop level. 
for your membership dues. Now, when you buy that box of cookies and you might say, I don't even know how much it is, Heidi, it's been, I'd say 28 years since they I haven't bought a box. <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't bought a box in about that long either. Good, good. But I know um, at whatever their cost is, the very little retains, of course, with the girl and the troop, but much goes to the council level. And then that goes to the national level as well. And you are helping fund some different organizations that the Girl Scouts are promoting. So be very, very careful, even buying that box of cookies. You know, when I see that little girl, what I do is I talk to her leader. I said, I want this $2, $2 to go straight into your troop funds. I don't want any cookies bought with it. I appreciate what you're doing for these girls, but this is a dangerous agenda that you're promoting. And they they, they just sort of look at me dumbfounded, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm helping them because I'm trying to teach them and I'm trying to still not be a mean lady. <laughs> right, right. And you're, well, you're telling the truth. I mean, I think that there's, I think there's a way that we can tell the truth and be winsome. You know, we don't have to be a jerk. And so you're saying, hey, listen, I appreciate what you're telling them is I really appreciate your commitment to your daughter and to what you're trying to do. But the chances are really good that they don't actually know what's behind all this, where the money is going, you know. So, And this has been true in the public school system. This is absolutely true on our universities. And it's true in politics right now. Like we've been sending people to represent us to the highest positions in the land now for generations in this country, thinking they had our best interest at heart, only to find out, oh, no, these are pet projects. These are corporations. This is Planned Parenthood. And really, the Girl Scouts is no different. Absolutely. It's all part of, even back from the Communist Manifesto. I mean, they had to get to the kids first. If you've looked at almost every youth organization that was known in my youth, it's they've all fallen from their Christian roots. I mean, the YMCA, gone. You know, I could go on and on. And the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. Now, the interesting thing about the Boy Scouts, I have to tell you, Heidi, in 2009, American Heritage Girls became had enjoyed a memorandum of understanding with the Boy Scouts of America. Could you imagine my glee? Oh, Lord, thank you for delivering this to us. What a resource. What a blessing. And that was in 2009. They still maintained their duty to God. They still had their moral standards as far as uh, morally upright and their membership values. All right. They had fought hard for them in the Supreme Court under the Dale decision. However, in 2013, as you know, when this decision came up that they were going to change their membership standards and and change their their status in membership, we knew we had to leave them. And of course, that was the first order of action. And we helped to create this website called Faith Based Boys, which had all these men that were concerned about this decision were coming to it. And then out of that sprung Trail Life USA. So you never know when you say yes to the Lord that you might even be helping to start a boys program and not even realize it. I didn't know that. I love that. Well, I we've seen we run into those guys at uh, at conferences around the country, and I just we are having we have such a crisis for moral education for our young people right now, and you are really offering parents something that they can with confidence put send their girls to and know that they're getting a godly godly instruction know that they're having the uh, the things that they're learning there are going to be things they can use their entire lives because we're talking about character development and whether parents realize it or not your kids are always they're always having their character developed and it's either going to be one way or the other, right? Absolutely. You know, we like to say that a girl who completes the HD program or even has her toes in it for a few years, our, our hope and prayer for the product of that is a Christ-following servant leader who is honoring, relational, anchored in Christ, and competent 
truly a woman of integrity. And this is this is very transformative, by the way. And to see the alumni, as you can imagine, after 25 years of existence, we are honored to see the fruits of our work, which is just a blessing and so undeserved, I might add, to see how these girls, their lives have been changed by being part of this program. And I know as a parent, and, and I have four children and 10 grandchildren. Oh my goodness. Uh, This is important to me. I know that I needed more arrows in my quiver than I could even grab at a moment's notice. More tools in our toolbox. And American Heritage Girls has just started a new blog called Raising Godly Girls. And this blog is all about what is going on in today's society. And what is the antidote to counter those those arrows, actually, that are targeting our girls? And if you go to RaisingGodlyGirls.org, or you may have heard our minute on your local Christian radio station as well, where we talk about these issues and bring a scriptural antidote as well as a call to action that might even occur right around your kitchen table that evening to help us with those tools in the toolbox. And I know that your podcast is a tool and a parenting toolbox, and I I think this Raising Godly Girls and American Heritage Girl involvement and Trail Life as well is a great way for parents to really raise them up in the way they should go. Yeah, that's true. And we're teaching our children, or we should be, how to put on the full armor of God. And I noticed that you guys are talking about this at Raising Godly Girls. What does it mean uh, to put on the full armor of God? Mm, Absolutely. It takes diligence, right? And intentionality. And it takes a daily picking up of that armor. It, It means... I know scripture. It Mm. means I know and I allow people of faith around me so that I have more people breathing into my life. And I think every parent wants more adults around their their daughters and sons to just be not just affirming what the parents are saying, you know, but also to affirm the girl in their identity in Christ, in their girlhood. And so putting on that armor is an intentional act. It takes discipline. It takes formation and it takes encouragement. And it's, it's not an easy thing, but it has to happen every day, armor up. Yeah, it has to happen every single day. I love your attitude uh, about all the things that are happening around us right now because you and I share a passion for instead of just whining about what it is, instead of complaining and being armchair warriors on social media, uh, we have a job to do. And this is an Esther moment right now. We are living in an Esther moment, absolutely, for the church. And you wrote a book called Why Curse the Darkness When You Can Light a Candle. And why did you, what, what's the, the, the point of the book and why did you write it? You know, it's, I never wanted to write it. Just like I never wanted to start American Heritage Girls. I was, (laughs) who does that kind of thing? I mean, who starts with, like what you've done, Heidi, but I mean, we're busy with our kids. We're raising our kids. And if that's not busy enough, but you know, one thing I, I learned about that word busy that Ken Blanchard has, has often quoted. And he says, you know, busy is sometimes being under Satan's yoke. When we say we're too busy, we can't hear the calling of the Lord. And when he called to start American Heritage Girls, he knew what he was dealing with, a messy lady, a messy lady who was scared and full of fear, who didn't know if she could even balance a checkbook, much like much less make a phone call about insurance benefits. I mean, I'll tell you what, I, Heidi, I was no, no articulate anything. Okay. I was. Are you uh, saying that God equips the call? You better believe it. 
That is my <laughs> mantra. And like Moses, I mean, I'm a good example of a hot mess that the Lord has used for his glory. And, you know, after 25 years, he made it so clear. Now you got to write it down. You got to, it was my Habakkuk moment. I was looking for scriptural reference for this book. And he gave me that little tiny book that is just amazing, right? And it, and it, it says is. clearly, write it down on tablets. Don't just curse what's happening. Write it down on the tablets. And then you will have the freedom to flee like a deer and to be able to rise above what's going on. Not just you, but a whole generation. Now, isn't that what we're doing today? is bringing up the next generation of young women to say, enough is enough. We have power, not girl power, not because we're girls, but because there is power within the girl that is the Holy Spirit. And that gives us the energy, the equipping, the ability to say yes to God. There is nothing within us. So my story is quite frankly a memoir of a girl raised by an alcoholic mom and a disabled dad the most pitiful of pitiful, honestly, and how God redeemed that and found a way for that broken girl to become a whole woman mm. and to share that story with others. So I encourage your readers, if you are ever, um, or your listeners, to really think about if you are struggling with inadequacy, and you know God is calling you to do something that might be way beyond you because usually that's where he calls you. That's exactly where he calls you, out into the deep. <laughs> that's right. You can say, hey, look at this woman. And I have questions at the end of each chapter that makes you think about these things, like the beautiful tapestry he has woven for each of us. Are we willing to look at the front and how beautiful it is? Are we too busy looking at the needlework from the back end that is tangled and messy and why I can't do something, why I can't say yes. You know what, ladies? It's not about you. It's all about him. Recently, I we were just interviewing a new candidate for a position and she had such a beautiful definition of joy. She said, it's Jesus, others, then you. That brings you joy. I'm like, I love that. So there's just so many cool, I mean, the story is, is you know, is, is just a hot mess lady trying to do something good in the world. <laughs> um, and then, then impacting, you know, girls, what a blessing. But not my story is every woman's story. It truly is. And I, I encourage you to know that if God is calling you, he will bring you through and he will equip you. Absolutely. It's so encouraging because there are so many, there are so many places, so many broken places in the culture right now, and they need uh, the light of Jesus. And the Lord has given us that opportunity to go out and to be the light, to light that candle in the darkness. It's, it's so encouraging. If people want to find out more about American Heritage Girls, or maybe they're interested in finding uh, a group in their area, where would they do that? Right. Just visit our website, AmericanHeritageGirls.org or .com, whatever. Just type in American Heritage girls there's all kinds of uh, the same website will, will pop up and you also if you're just interested in just learning more about some of the tools that we offer with the raising godly girls we have a, a, a free ebook actually that's called a raising godly girls guide to fear and anxiety and if you're a grandma and you would like to share that with your granddaughter what a beautiful moment to talk about stress and anxiety we all have it but kids today really do and, and Heidi did you know that 32 percent of all teens have a diagnosed 
anxiety disorder. So imagine how many really are suffering. This is something we need to deal with, and it really is happening within the Christian ranks as well. Um, but visit our website. You'll see on the upper right-hand um, corner of AmericanHeritageGirls.org, you'll see Find a Troop. And right below that is Start a Troop. Now, as you can imagine, troops are full. They're very full. It takes a charter organization, which is usually your church or your homeschool group or perhaps a private school, someone aligned with the statement of faith that American Heritage Girls has set, um, are able to start this ministry. And this ministry becomes their ministry. And it can be of outreach for the community. If your church cares about bringing in new members and new families, and I really don't know one church that doesn't want that because we're called to evangelize. Or if you want to have some extracurricular that's really positive for your homeschool group and network, this is another great way. I mean, you can only imagine, Heidi, how well American Heritage Girls fits. It's like a, a glove. 60% of our members are homeschooled. So that is, that's our, those are our people. Why you does that people. not surprise me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> discerning parents, not... discerning parents, right? Well, and that's what it is. I mean, at the end of the day, even what, what we were saying about Girl Scouts, we have now, unfortunately, we're living in a generation of biblically illiterate Christians. So people who don't know God's word and can't defend it. And when you don't know God's word, out goes discernment. Uh, that it comes from an understanding of, of scripture and a willingness to be a disciple, a learner of Jesus Christ. And uh, I'm, I am just, the more I, I read about what you're doing and I'm looking at your website, I will link back to the ebook, Raising Godly Girls Guide to Fear and Anxiety in Uncertain Times. I'll link back to that in the show notes today. And uh, I'm hoping that a lot of our listeners are going to go to the website and they're going to say, hey, this is something we could get involved with. This is something we can get behind because what you guys are doing is important and it's never been more important than it is right now. So I appreciate you coming on and your willingness to just step out there, get off the bench and onto the battlefield for the sake of our girls for really generations to come. It really has been a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you, Heidi. It's been a pleasure for me as well. For more information on Patty Garibay and the American Heritage Girls, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Scroll to the end and you can click on those show notes today. I will link back to that ebook. And I want to just encourage you guys. I so want to just affirm again what Patty said. We must be discerning. We must be discerning about the organizations that we support with our money, the places that we allow our children to go, the things that we listen to, uh, cartoons that seem innocent on their face, but they really aren't anymore because our children are really being targeted and American Heritage Girls is doing a wonderful job of teaching our children how to be godly and how to be the light that Jesus has called them to be. Hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast today. For more information, again, go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Have a great day, everybody, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at MomStrongInternational.com.